Joe Tacopino will be giving me an exclusive. He's been on every television show across the country since 6 a.m. Not him, but the fact that he grilled E. Jean Carroll in court yesterday. She's the lady alleging Donald Trump raped her 30 years ago. So Tacopino giving me the exclusive at 840. I think we'll talk to Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis in the 9 o'clock hour. House Republicans looking to do some damage here. And, of course, the state budget with Kathy Hochul. And Sunday, the big Greek Independence Day parade. So hopefully, Nicole, in the 9 o'clock hour, that was Nick Kershaw. Wouldn't it be good? And wouldn't it be good, Noam, if Opie was telling the truth? (laughs) I think there's probably some truth to that story. Listen, listen, listen. I love Curtis. Mm -hmm. And Curtis is putting up this really heroic fight against Tiffany Caban, uh, Kelly Klingman. And it's worth noting, uh, Tiffany Caban said, and I quote, there are some nice cops, but they're not nice to everyone, this moron, Tiffany Caban. So I, I love Curtis. And Curtis this morning defended me. There's a lot more than some of this. That's true. I know enough about cumulus management. I dealt with these people enough to tell you. There's a lot more than some of it. That's true. That's well, all I'm going to say. I was in on some meetings uh, with Mike Lupico, and they were going to bring Mike Lupico. Oh, you're another one that wanted Lupico. No, no, I did not, in fact. In fact, I came to you, I think, even told you that they were considering him. No. Yeah. No, you didn't say anything. That's why I got Juliet Huddy hired and you fired. (laughs) Yeah, right. I got fired because when they decided they wanted to pay you all that money, they realized they were paying me too much money. They couldn't afford me anymore. Is that true? Yeah. Well, I never got a penny more once you got fired, I can tell you that. Really? Not a penny. How's that possible? Well, it's cumulus. (laughs) It's radio. Well, not just cumulus. It's everybody. Well, the reason I think there's probably more truth to the Opie story is that um, the guy who was the program director at the time was good friends with him. Craig Schwab? Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't forget. I think he wanted him in. Don't forget, when I got to New York in 2000 with Scott Kaplan, to host a morning show at WNEW, when Opie and Anthony were the biggest stars in town before Sex for Sam, the assistant program director at WNEW, Craig Schwab. There we go. See, now you've connected the dots. Yeah, 16 years later, I'm like, oh, my God, it's you again? <laughs> and Schwab was another one. I love Craig. I love him. But he was in line with McVeigh and Milner and Imus and a bunch of folks that wanted Lupica instead of me. Like Bernie didn't Bernie was already there. And they liked him. He was an IMIS guy, and people in the city liked him. He was around a long time. It was never about Bernie. It was me. Are we really going to bring this maniac back from Florida? And uh, people like Chad and Curtis and Pete Morgan and Joe Vitale were like, well, he gets ratings. He's been out of New York for 15 years, and people still love him. So, yeah, it would be a good idea to bring this quote-unquote maniac back from Florida. But there was a lot of people against it. And then even after we got the midday job, and we weren't doing great, you know, at that point they uh, they had to figure out who's going to replace Imus. And we were told right away it was going to be us. And then it got very quiet, very quiet right. for a couple of weeks. So maybe Obi's telling the truth. Yeah, I, I just of a number of things he said when in, what was that, a podcast that you were playing before? His podcast. Yeah, some of that just ringed very true with me. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have so. any of that? or uh, I don't, you know, all I know right, is Let me play this. I'll play this one here because okay. you're probably afraid to play because you're a pussy. No, no, I don't have it, actually. Oh, I have it. Here, okay. play, uh, this is one cut. This is uh, Opie 13 telling everybody they offered me the job first. I'm Opie. Come on, man. 100,000. Opie, cut number 13. 
Why don't you apply for a new radio job? I don't think you understand what happened to the business. I make more money doing this and putting out my podcast than I would make in radio these days. No, you don't. When Imus was retiring, WABC wanted to hire me, and they wanted to pay me $100,000 a year. They said, that's all we have. Now, you might think to yourself, wow, 100000 a year would be a sweet living. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not poo-pooing the money. But the problem is 100000 wait for it. My agent got at least 10%. So now we're down to 90,000. So out of the 90 that I had left, I probably would have had a, I had to at least give up 40 of that for my guys at least. So now I'm doing a, I'm taking over for Imus in a pressure cooker of a situation. And I'm making uh, about $50,000 a year before taxes. That's what happened to the business. And so I said, no. And then the guy came to me six months later after I think he hired uh, Bernie and Sid to do mornings. <clears throat> but I was the first choice. That is the truth. Yeah. That is the truth. Yeah. Well, maybe they ended up paying them more. I have no idea. No. I, I, I could just speak for my experience. That's the truth. Hundred thousand dollars. That part doesn't make sense to me at all. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that part. Back then, they were paying guys to do overnights. Yeah. A hundred thousand. Yeah, that's. You're going to replace Imus on ABC. A morning show, and he actually said, "Opie, now don't forget, he made millions when him and Anthony were stars at WNW, and he got a multi-million dollar deal from Mel Carmison at XM Sirius, and he's saying hundred thousand dollars, not a bad gig. Are you nuts? If they offered me a hundred thousand, I never would have came back to New York. Never, I would have stayed in Boca. It's a horrible deal. That's insulting. What is he talking about?" Can you tell me? That part makes no sense to me. And that he would have to share the salary. It wasn't the Imus deal was Imus made what? Like seven million, then he had to pay his people out yes. of that seven million. Right. Not when you're making a hundred thousand they're not gonna <laughs> tell you to pay people out of that part makes yeah. zero sense. But that part he right makes no sense. Yeah. And if that's true, then he really sounds stupid because if that's true, then he had to know going in that wasn't a real offer. He had to know that they knew he was gonna say no to that. Right? So that's not a real offer. I guess, but again, I that all that connects the dots is the program director Craig, who was at WABC at the time, who had worked. So you're with blaming him. everything on Schwab. Yeah, because I, I he had, <laughs> he had told me he wanted to bring him back. Now I didn't know it was for mornings, but he had told me he wanted to bring him to WABC. Yeah, he thought he'd be a great political talk show host. Why? Based on he, what? I don't know. Just that was his theory. I mean, it's like you know, it's like, I, I kept hearing about uh, Scott Shannon. Scott Shannon never did political talk in his life. In fact, he barely, you know, he talked with Todd Pettengill after playing some, you know, take out the papers on the trash <laughs> on CBS. And, and, and Bruno Mars plays six Bruno Mars songs, talks for two minutes, and all of a sudden he's a talk radio genius. <laughs> I mean, I get, when you put people like, and I hope you had some great success, but everybody knows, everybody knows, and I like Opie, I got no issue with Opie, but the real star of that show was Anthony. Anthony was the guy, that was it. Opie Mark Chernoff once called my partner, Scott Kaplan, a good traffic cop, which I thought was a bit much. Scott's better than that, but that's all Opie was. Well, somebody always has to play one role in the other, right? right? Well, even Someone the show, has to be even, the quarterback. Yeah, even Bernie and Sid here. I was yeah. that guy. I was the Anthony. Bernie, who was the Anthony guy on Imus, was not that guy with me for six years. He was straight up politics. Couldn't get the guy to do a bit. You remember, he stopped doing bits five years ago. Yeah. He's like, I'm not doing it anymore. So I was more like Anthony with Bernie. Kind of that uh, analogy to Opie and Anthony.
But the, can I just say one more thing about this? No. The thing that's so intense for me. I guess is you're going to say it anyway. Yeah, I yeah. am. The thing that's so intense <laughs> about this is that I must wanted to get in the way of you guys after you had worked for him for so many years, especially Bernie, and he wanted to stop the show from happening. I mean, that just yeah, is everything true. about Th- everything you need true. to know about him is in that right there. God, you hate him. Well, how could you not hate him when you know that he was trying to get in the way? Because he's dead. Because he worships him. <laughs> because he was a genius. Yeah, he worships him. He was never going to let that go. No you matter know, what no. he tra- how he treated him, he's, you still worship and you, him. And would you agree, Lou, all honesty, he was rough on you at times, Rob yes. Bernie. Yes. Would you agree he treated me the worst by far? By far. Uh, close? Uh, yeah, yeah. Close. He treated Rob Really well, that's yeah. But Rob is fat and stupid. He's right about that. <laughs> and he's almost dead, by the way, Rob. There's the, oh, wor- stop. There's the worship aspect right there. So, right there. I just proved my point. Oh, but I was right about that. Rob was awful. Right. Stupid, right. Fat, right. stupid fat bastard, Rob. And what about what Sid? be the first thing I would hear at 535 before we had 25. Where the F is Rob? Yeah. Uh, good morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meantime, it's getting like kidney dialysis. Right. Other, uh, Rob yeah. would be running into the studio <laughs> with the wire and a machine <laughs> yeah. dragging behind him. Tootie like, coming out of his does, pants. Does he want, does he want <laughs> me? What did he want? Does he, uh, I don't know, Rob. He's not happy with something. What is it? Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, he was still a genius. He was a prick and all those horrible things, and now he's dead. But I hate to say it, uh, uh, Noam, and... You're the first to say that you love this show. You love this show. You, you said you've never had more fun in your radio career. It's true. You think this show was great, and I hate to tell you right. that I get told almost every day that I'm starting to sound more and more like Imus. Oh, really? No, I, I know you don't want to hear that. But, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, turn off your mic, bastard. Worship, 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 worship. Joe Tacopina is next. F you, Lou. <laughs>